You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, October 13th. The year is still 2020. Great. (laughs) I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my ready-for-a-5-a.m. tailgate off-campus co-host, Matt Sheehan. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Matt, how are you doing in this fine day? Can't complain. You know, it's it's a Monday, Tuesday, when everyone listens to it. So, yeah, all, all is well. But I was talking about that with my dad, actually, the other day. Is like, tailgating. Like, do you think people will just go to the other side of Harrison Road? And just set up shop like in someone's like house or like that uh, Islamic center or the, or the other church that's on the other side of Harris. Like, do, do you think people will still just go for it? Because that, that's yes. not a misused problem anymore. Like, okay, mm-hmm. good Definitely. for them. Um, nice vibe check, man. That's what I'm talking about. I thought the exact same thing because when I would uh, when I was covering games, I would come in from the west and I would come down uh, Shorebridge and like there's that Taco Bell there. Mm-hmm. And yep. aside from that parking lot, because it's Taco Bell, it's like a corporate thing. I think every other parking lot on either side of the road, and then once you get to Harrison, if you turn either way, right or left, there sure. are just lots, $20 parking. And there are always a bunch of people there, and there's always tailgating there. So I would imagine, I was thinking the same thing, I would imagine people are still going to, even though they can't get into the stadium, are going to it'll be interesting to see are going to try and show up to those lots mm-hmm. on saturday morning october 24th and, and try to get their tailgate on why wouldn't they yeah, well I, I can't imagine they could do it in the breslin lot but yeah i mean other side of harrison township that's that's blood off of msu's hands that's, mm-hmm. that's not their issue anymore nope. that's that's the city or uh just the tailgaters themselves so yeah i'd expect to see a population not what they do do during the game probably not lumber themselves over to spartan <laughs> stadium um but yeah hey Maybe maybe enough liquid courage can uh, get them over there and yeah, find into the stands. Place, Who's to find, say? Yeah, you find some place to watch it. I don't even know what the restaurant rules are anymore in Michigan. I have no idea. Yeah. It's just yeah, make them up on your own. Or or you get so so hammered that you go to the stadium, break in, and try to blend in with the cardboard cutouts <laughs> in either of the stadiums. That's got to be a level of um, just inebriation. Uh, I was gonna say never seen before, but no, probably seen, seen every, um, every Saturday in the, in the fall. Just just like old times, will just like the I classic mean, old times. Do you think they're gonna tailgate where the students live in the housing, Matt, and the, the off-campus housing? Do you think they they might tailgate there? Yes, hmm. I think they might. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking there. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of tailgating, a lot of parties. Lot of- doesn't matter, and then Woo! you just go inside a house or a sports bar. Or sit outside at a sports bar, and or just you know what, set up a freaking TV at your thing, and and set up the smart TV with the the portable jetpack or your your phone mm-hmm. as a mobile hotspot. It's 2020, yeah. Matt. We got options. Uh, options on top of options. Call those bunk bed options. Will that's right. Wow. You like that? Yeah. Did you, I like, did you did. like that one? Nice. Hey, there did. we go. Look at me go. Look at All you right. go. Woo! Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about the Big Ten unveiling some games and game times. Yes. Not games, game times. We actually talked about this yesterday. Like, when's this going to happen? They heard our cries, Will. They yeah. heard our cries. Yeah, you know Kevin Warren's listening. An intent listener. He actually listens at 5 o'clock in the morning when all these episodes drop on the apps. So thank you, Mr. Warren, for uh, your patronage. 
Agreed. So That's we will uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that where Michigan State uh, and Rutgers will be squaring off the prime time. You'll you'll be shocked at the time slot and channel <laughs> for this one, folks. How about that for a tease? <laughs> uh, and then after that, we'll talk about the defensive backfield. We did some running backs yesterday. We did uh, a, a bunch of offensive line stuff last week, and uh, today is defensive backs as we sort of continue to cruise through. Uh, some season preview type stuff, and we'll do this throughout the week and into next week, and then about halfway through next weekend, we'll kind of shift to some season-long outlook stuff. Hopefully we know who the quarterback will be by then. Maybe we'll have a depth chart slash rep chart by <clears> then, <throat> some things to sort of react to. So we'll do a lot of positional group stuff, and whenever we get news interspersed in there or something interesting to talk about, we will sort of add that as a segment as well. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this five days a week. Five. Five. Five days a week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. God, that's so many days. Holy so smokes. many <laughs> days. We're doing it, though. We're also, trying. We're trying our best. Go to spartanswill.substack.com. Join the prop bet contest. We've got a bunch of great prizes. We've got uh, 197 entrants now because there's 199. You and I did one, but those don't count. Mm-hmm. So we've got 197 in there. Would love to get over 200, like 250, something like that. You got three days to enter. Two days. To, two days. October 15th, last day. You got today, tomorrow, the day after that to enter. Uh, winner gets three Michigan State books, uh, Michigan State koozies, some built bar stuff. Uh, a couple of $25 gift card to Target, Amazon. You get a t-shirt from Home Field Apparel, which fantastic Michigan State t-shirt. And you get five free retro video games from videogamesmonthly.com. Please go check out all of those things. Go check out Home Field. Check out Video Games Monthly. Uh, check out Built Bar. Support the people who are supporting our stuff here. So spartanswill.substack.com. One L. Spartanswill. One Allen Will, spartanswill.substack.com. All right, Matt, are you ready? You know I am. Let's get awesome. it popping, man. All right. Uh, so, Big Ten tweets out to alleviate the concerns of one Matt Sheehan. Mm-hmm. The, I can sleep peacefully now, yes. <laughs> the week one schedule and a few future dates as well. Um, Matt, looking at this, we've got our matchup times here. We've got channels. We already knew Nebraska, Ohio State was going to be big noon Saturday, which, quick quick tangent here. That's got to be like the worst name for a thing, right? Oh, Just see, I, it's, I think it's so bad that it's like now good. It, it's it's one of those things where okay. it's such like a joke amongst everyone. Good. Yeah, we made mm-hmm. it good. But sure. Big noon Saturday is catastrophic. It reminds me of when I worked uh, in the UP – uh, in local television, one of our competitors was the NBC affiliate, and it was uh, it must have been 2016. Yeah, it was August of 2016. There was just a lot going on. Uh, the Olympics were in full swing, right? They've got the Olympics, and then there's, mm-hmm. there was just all sorts of stuff going on in August for whatever reason. They were having a big sports schedule there, uh, maybe World Cup. Okay, I, I gotcha. Know, they don't NBC did anyway. The, the NBC affiliate had a ton of sports in August, and they called it Big Sports August. Yes, love that. Let's go. <laughs> and they That's had awesome. a promo. They had a promo where it was each anchor and, um, oh, what's his name? 
Uh, Evan, oh, I'm totally forgetting his name. He works in Lansing, actually, now. He covers, uh, he does sports in, at, uh, I think, LNS. Uh, one, or maybe it's the uh, NBC Evan Pe- Petzold, maybe? Um, oh, I'm totally blanking on his name. He's a nice dude. All right. Um, but yeah, he does sports in Lansing, I think, for the NBC affiliate, does TV. Uh, but he was one of the anchors there, and it was him and this guy who had been doing sports in the UP for 50 years, um, and they were they were doing their thing, and at the end, one of them would go, it's big, and then it would cut to the other one, say, <laughs> yes. sports, and then it cut yes. back to the first one, and he'd go, August. <laughs> I love that. No, that's awesome. That's that's fire. I, I, I'm not going to rip that up. <laughs> that's, that's every great. time I see Big Noon Saturday, that's all I can think of is big sports August and how much... I laughed at that. I would make like uh, videos, <laughs> like just download their commercials and put them in the editor and make like parody videos of it. It was so much fun. Uh, so awesome. Nebraska, Ohio State, big noon Saturday. Yes. We knew that on Fox. That's mm-hmm. not a surprise. That's a game no. where you've certainly, everyone wants to see what Ohio State looks like and everyone wants to see Nebraska get their absolute tail kicked in. Uh, yep. So that's a, that's a big Noon kick there on Fox. You think they'll get Gus Johnson, right? That's he's usually big noon. Saturday. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they, they usually Johnson shackle him to the desk for for big noon Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Uh, other than that, nice little Friday night primetime Illinois Wisconsin Badgers looking for uh, some revenge on BTN. Uh, Penn State Indiana three thirty FS one Iowa Purdue three thirty BTN. Michigan, Minnesota get primetime on ABC. Uh, not really surprised there because Minnesota is supposed to be good this year. And then Maryland, Northwestern primetime on BTN. But your Michigan State Spartans, the game everybody cares about. The biggest game in the Big Ten week one, Matt. Bigger noon Saturday, baby. Let's go. Noon kick, BTN. Fantastic. Yes. I'm frankly stunned. And this is mm-hmm. the fifth time I've made this joke. I'm going to continue making it. No, I'm please stunned. Do. That they're not playing at 6 a.m. on ESPN 14. <laughs> With Gotham Steel uh, commercials being yes. ex- the exclusive commercial oh. of the commercial breaks. That's that's the only ad that runs during the entire game. The for, only bright side one. of Michigan State going 3-9 and nine is by the end of the year, they're playing whoever it was. At it was Illinois and ESPN Illinois News. Illinois and ESPN yeah. News. And we got Copper Steel uh, pans, Gotham Steel, whatever it is, pans, nonstick pans. Yeah, got, copper a, sleeves for your arms. Yeah, yeah, copper. Uh, the it was copper a copper fit. Saturday, a copper big fit, copper Saturday. The elbow copper, copper fit. fit. Yes. We had Jerry Rice catching passes from Brett Favre, looking mm-hmm. haggard. Absolutely, was, absolutely. Was there a slap chop in there? There might have been a slap chop. Oh, there had to, or, or like a nice little neutral bullet. Yes, if you will, uh, a neutral yeah. bullet for sure. Yeah, those slap are slap chop. Those are the good throwback. old days. Noon kick, BTN, yeah. Matt. It's exactly what Love we it. expected, right? Exactly. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, the whole entire schedule is what you expected, except for that Maryland Northwestern seven thirty p.m. game. That kind of stopped me dead in my tracks a little bit. But yes. just quick, quick question before we get the break here: Did I miss that there was Friday night games this year, or was this a yes. nice, nice little surprise? Uh, well, the Big Ten was, was, was said, I knew that they said the the season will be starting. Teams will play their first game on the twenty third and twenty fourth. So I did. Ah. There was a twenty third thing, and there are Friday okay. games later. The Big Ten had been doing that for a while, night games on Friday, but then the coaches got Oh, I liked it. Mad. Yeah, it was nice. Well, yeah, coaches, yeah, I couldn't live with it. Yeah, recruiting purposes. Um, I, I I don't know, I guess. Who well, the, sorry, Minnesota, because Minnesota has three Friday night games this year. <laughs> they, they, they are the leader in the clubhouse. Iowa has two. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Everyone, like, Purdue's got one. 
Maryland's got one. Nebraska's got one. Well, Illinois, Wisconsin have one. Well, uh, we'll we'll continue this schedule talk and get some make some more jokes about the the schedule, sure. and then we'll sure. jump into DBs because we went too long in the segment. We we took too long to get going as we tend to do. As we do. Yep. We'll do that here in just a second. First, a word from RockAuto.com. RockAuto, yeah. Well, let's go talk about. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. What else do they have, Matt? More carpet. They got engine stuff. They got cost stuff. One of these days, gas pedal. Whether it's for your classic or daily Driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You wouldn't do it. Doesn't make sense. You would if you were a clown. You would do it if you were a big circus clown. So none of you are clowns except for Matt. So instead, go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Okay, Matt. Any more thoughts on the schedule? I mean, uh, you know, going out, we've got you know Ohio State, Michigan, noon Fox. We know that. You know that we've got Minnesota, Maryland, Iowa, Minnesota, Purdue, Minnesota. A lot of Minnesota games mm-hmm. that are all sort of Friday night games to be determined, but really week one is the one to, to sort of focus on here. Anything else that caught your attention? It's strapped. No, like I, I just go over to the ESPN.com uh, on the internet, and uh, I just looked at the other conferences too, like what they have going on on the 24th, and it's Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Kentucky, like even Cincinnati at SMU will be a good one, Auburn at Ole Miss. Like that, it's going to be a nice Saturday for college football, oh, yeah. like the Big Ten, just just get mm, just get your day started right with big and bigger noon Saturday, and then oh, it, the twenty fourth is going to be a a hoot and nanny. Dare I say a hoot and a half? Will hoot and a half? Uh, yeah. Anytime you can start your season as the least profile game, the lowest profile game on the Big Ten now, slate. <laughs> the, what we have going for us is maybe Ohio State is like 30 piece in Nebraska by halftime, and everyone's like, all right, well, who else, what else is on? And then, oh, oh, Michigan State is up 13 to, to 9 against uh, Rutgers going into the fourth quarter. Let, let's keep it tuned to this one. 13, so I, I think huh? I'm, feel, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're starting to feel it over here. Um, yeah, so that's the uh, spin zone I've already talked myself into is that everyone's going to be done with the Ohio State game. And uh, I just assume all those other good games I just mentioned will be 3.30 or later. Um, that's probably not correct at all. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get the stragglers in the third and fourth quarter here to watch everyone get Mel Tucker year zero win number one. I, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. I, I don't want anyone to watch this Michigan State team except for Michigan State fans for, like, three weeks. Okay. I, Unfortunately, I like that. week sure. two... <laughs> People will be watching because it's Michigan, Michigan yeah. State. There is some notoriety to that. It'll be placed in a good spot, like 3.30 ABC type thing. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're going to have to lean into it soon. But at least week one, we can get lost in the shuffle a little bit and see how this thing goes before we uh, figure out if we want people watching uh, this football team. I, I like that line of thinking. Yeah, that's solid. All right, Matt. You want okay, well, uh, to get are defensive? We, are, are we heading back to the no-fly zone? 
Actually, I, isn't that, isn't that kind of the question of the whole segment? Isn't it the over like that's kind of the philosophical question of, of this segment? Like, are are we going back to no fly zone this year? No. <laughs> uh, per, perhaps, perhaps. Um, it, it'll be it, no. there's a lot of talent, not a lot of experience. Maybe I don't know. Let's 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 get into it. My voice can only go so high pitched. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Okay, so. Defensive backs. Um, I th- can I just start right? I, sure. I feel right now before we get any further into it and you start putting your logic and reason into it, right now my feeling is I feel fine about them. Okay. I don't feel good. I don't feel bad. I, I, I feel fine. Hard stop at that. Is that just before you even go on any further, is, is, is that kind of a good place to be at with this position group or do you think higher or lower of, of them? I think for now, fine. I, I think fine with some upside is kind of how I'm feeling. I'll take that. You know what? I'll take that. That's kind of how I feel about the whole season as a whole. So, perfect. Yeah. Excellent. So, with this group, there's a lot of experience, like, sort of. So, the upperclassmen are kind of versatile guys who've been backups. Yeah. Who've come in and sort of spot duty have played a lot. Uh, you know, once you add up all the snaps over three years there's plenty of snaps there Mm -hmm. it's just you know not a lot of them have come at starter Kalon Gervin started a game Shakur Brown has started here and there Dom Long we know as special teams ace but as you know played sparingly Trey Person sort of same uh deal there so Mm -hmm. sort of that upperclassman group I think you're kind of like you look at them, you're like, okay, I feel okay that they'll be able to go in there and know what they're doing, but I haven't seen any of them have to really carry the load as mm-hmm. a leader of the defensive back group, excepting, of course, Xavier Henderson, right? Lo- love him. Yeah, he's he's proven. Yeah. It goes without saying he's the most proven guy uh, of that bunch on the unit, for sure. Yeah, and Xavier is someone, we can talk about him real quick and, and get into the other guys, because I think there's more to say about the rest of the room. That's the question mark yeah. he has, the other seven, eight guys, right? So Xavier's, you you know, pending health, Xavier's going to be the starter, uh, captain of the defensive backfield uh, in terms of, I mean, maybe Dom Long has more of a say because he's older and been around five-year guys or some five-year guys back there. But Xavier Henderson, true junior, started playing as a freshman, started all season as a sophomore, and comes into this season like, all right, you were a former top 200-ish recruit, really highly regarded. You came here, you showed some flashes, you had moments where you played really well as a sophomore, some growing moments as well, which was to be expected. This is the year to take the reins of the defensive backfield and show, like, I'm the best guy back here. I'm a difference maker. I'm an all-conference level safety. And that is sort of where I've got him right now and what I expect out of him this season. I, You're going to hate this? I have nothing else to add. Yeah, no, that's add something. Spot on. I, yeah, I, I, he's probably the best defensive player. Uh, if not him, then Antoine Simmons. So, yeah, he's like one of the top two guys coming back, which is nice. He's going to be very important. <laughs> He's going to have to be. I'm sorry. No, top three. Uh, Henderson as well. Excuse me. <sighs> but, yeah. I, is, it, is it pretty much – I'm sorry if I'm jumping around here because I'm scared of brain. We'll talk about this stuff. It, it, it's solid that it's, it's probably going to be 
Gervin and Brown as your starting corners, right? You can probably I honestly sh- have no sharpie idea. those guys in. Okay. All right. And and, and this is where having uh, any information whatsoever leaking out of scrimmages could maybe help alleviate these pains. But um, mm-hmm. here we are. Well, okay. So Shakur Brown, I feel comfortable saying that he's going to start. He's He started, what, I think the last six games last year of the season, and he missed the first half of the season with injury. He I believe injury. my memory serves correctly. Yeah, he was hurt. He was in and out. And then he started some... Um, I think he got hurt towards the back end, if I'm remembering correctly. Regardless, um, he was he's starting a little starting, bit. Yeah. He's the only one, I think, was starting. Kalon Gervin started the Ohio State game mm-hmm. and got yanked about halfway through. Uh, but Shakur Brown's the only one with, like, legitimate. He's started and been a starter and stayed a starter. Mm-hmm. He's the only one at, at cornerback that they've got right now. Right, and so now it's Gervin, Dominique Klon, Davion Williams, and maybe, I don't know how legit all the chatter is right now, it's not quite Josiah Scott level back when he was a freshman, mm-hmm. but whispers of Angelo Gross? Faint whispers? I mean, so may- maybe even he's in the too deep for this position as a true freshman? Like, yeah. Uh, that could be. That could be. If it's a good thing, if it's like, hey, he's legit, great. But if it's like a, yeah, he needs to be in the two deep because, well, look around. It's not. Uh, it's not necessarily no fly zone. Then okay, great. But unfortunately, will we get the luxury of not knowing that answer uh, until <laughs> yeah, week three, maybe week four? Yeah. Sometimes um, I guess. Uh, do you know what? The more we talk about this, I, I think my fine rating is going a little down just because. Yeah. Of, just well, okay. You talk at the top like these are experienced guys. Like you know all the names that we're talking about. Like these are yeah. familiar guys. Like oh, of course, yeah, I know him. But like we, we kind of know them the same way we know the offensive line. Like they're experienced bit, yeah. because they they, they kind of had to play. Like there's no other choice but to play these these guys. Mm-hmm. So I feel okay about Shakur Brown. Uh, I think he came in last year and you know he started five games. And I think he he played well. He was an upgrade over uh, Josh Butler, who kind of who won the job mm-hmm. out of camp. It was always like, who the hell is going to play out over uh, opposite of Josiah Scott, who right. was a steady presence. And I think of all the people who who saw extended time there, Shakur Brown did the best job. Uh, and agreed. And if he can sort of build on that, you know, it's nice having Harlan Barnett back, right? Yeah, it doesn't hurt. You know, you've got Trestle. Doing safeties and they're and they're working together a lot. I'm sure as an entire defensive backfield, so I feel okay. I feel solid about Shakur Brown. I'm I'm very comfortable with Xavier Henderson. Like lock that in, we're good. I feel pretty good, pretty decent about Shakur Brown. So that's two spots, right? Mm-hmm. From there, I think halfway there. <laughs> from there, it gets interesting. But not necessarily interesting in a bad way, and I'll tell you why in just a minute. But first, a word from Bill Bar, Matt. How about that? What? Tease? What a cliffhanger! I, you almost knocked me off my chair. That was solid. <laughs> Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. You know that. If you don't know that, welcome to the podcast. This is yes, Locked On Spartans. Yeah, we hi. talk about Bill Bar. Yes, Bill Bar and MSU and schedules and other assorted objects and things. <laughs> Built Bar has a new and improved flavor, and it is even more delicious than it was before. They've got 18 amazing flavors. Caramel, brownie, cookies and cream, apple, almond, crisp. That's just a few of the options. Peanut butter, mint, brownie, salted caramel, toffee, almond. I could go on, but I won't. All bars, right, fair. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. And aside from being delicious, Matt, they are great for the health-conscious person. Lose 
or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. These bars are low calorie, low sugar, Ooh. high protein, yeah. and high fiber. Nice. It makes no sense how good no. these bars taste, and yet they are healthy for you. It is unbelievable. It's it's lunacy how great tasting they are, Will. It is truly insane. If you want to get in on this, which we advise you do, then just go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN, one word, LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Matt, here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, please. We need, Michigan State needs a starting cornerback and a starting safety out of this group. Assuming we're, we've got Xavier Henderson, Shakur Brown locked in. Mm-hmm. Here's some names. You ready? I like names. Please. Okay. Oh, these are a lot of names. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Davion Williams. Dominique Long. Mm-hmm. Kalon Gervin. Mm-hmm. Chris Jackson. Mm-hmm. Julian Barnett. Sure. Michael Dowell. Yeah. Angelo Gross. Mm-hmm. Are there any other ones that I'm missing? Tate Hallock. Tate Hallock. There you go. He's a redshirt freshman, and right? You did, y- yes. You did say Darius Snow about two seconds ago, didn't you? I did not. Darius Snow, another true Darius freshman. Snow. And then gotcha. I don't remember if I said Trey Person, but if I didn't say Trey Person, Trey Person. Add him to the list as well. Yep. That's like 10 sure. names. It's a lot of names. There's there's one that pops. Uh, no, two, two that pop more than the other. Okay, give me the names I would that, say, that pop. It's Gervin and one guy that we did not mention last segment because we want to talk about him a little more. Barnett kind of pops to me, man. I don't know. I I am high on Barnett. I'm a big Barnett guy. Is it too much to put a lot of expectation into him as he switches back to being a defensive player full-time? Here's where I stand on that. Take me to church, Will. The reason why I say the defensive backfield is fine with upside the with upside part is specifically Julian Barnett. Yeah. He is former top 60 recruit. Mm-hmm. He is the prototype yes. for a professional defensive back. Right? Absolutely. Big, not overly mm-hmm. huge. No. Long arms, great yep. athleticism, physical. Incredible athleticism, yeah. It can, can really, like, you, would, you look at him, you're like, that dude... As long as he can play, like as long as he is good at reading coverage, as long as he makes the right decisions, as long as he learns good technique, that dude is going to be able to play. And with Harlan Barnett back and teaching him, I think there's tremendous upside there for him this season. Maybe not right off the jump. Sure. Because he's switching back. Although he did work with the defense a little bit last year. He was primarily a receiver and uh, what a waste. He was so good, though. I uh, let's, look. I know, throw him the ball. I'm um, not going to get upset. All right, yeah, go on. Um, now that he's back on the defensive side of the ball, where his professional future is, there's a lot of upside there. Like, like Matt, it's not just like a four star, right? He was That's pretty he, highly ranked four star. He yeah. was, yeah, he was like pushing. <laughs> he was pushing into the five star range. He wasn't quite there. Yeah, two four seven had him as the number eight cornerback in in the nation um, back when he was in high school. Not bad. 
No, that's not bad at all. I would, eight, I would take a top ten of your position. I mean, no, I, I'm not I, I'm not greedy, but yeah, I, I would take it. You number know? eight in the composite twenty four seven had him as the number six player, uh, or number six corner, number fifty seven in the nice. country, top sixty recruit for twenty four seven. Yeah, that's like it's got a nice ring to it. Yeah, that's that is bona fide professional right. talent. Offers from literally anywhere. Runs really fast. Future pro. And this is the year where it's like, all right, it's time for you to take the role that you were meant to be. It was thank you for helping out receiver last year. Yeah, yeah, you're the best. Thank you. Great. Now it's time to play defensive back. And I think, yeah, I think all right. the upside is tremendous for it. Perfect. Okay, so, so it isn't too much to get hopes up that he could be a, a pretty damn good player next year then. Because that's, that's kind of what I'm... A little nervous about it. It's like, all right, it is going to be his first year full-time as a defensive player. Sophomore, mm-hmm. yeah, still a little young, but uh, no, not, all that's out the window. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come clean. There's, I have high, <laughs> super high hopes for uh, Mr. Barnett here in, in the upcoming season. Come on, Julian! Bring it home for us. Don't make me look like a clown again. There's going to be tough moments. Sure. I would guess uh, it may not click right away. Mm-hmm. But if I was a betting man, I would bet by week five, six in their second half of the season, you're going to start looking at him as like, oh, man, this dude is going to be one of, if not the best defensive backs in the conference next season. It's just true junior season. That, if I had to yeah. bet, I would think he'd be trending in that direction by the time the end of the season rolls around. Not a lot of pressure. All we want to do is just see shades of Justin Lane. Uh, <laughs> you know, same build, same body build, uh, same skill set. Both were great on both sides. That, that's all. That, those aren't high expectations or anything. Come on, Julian. You, you got mean, this, bud. That's, what, that's how it played out for Lane, though. No, it did, yeah. There were certainly some rough moments in the early going for him, and then it clicked, and you're like, yep, we got a dude. Yeah, this guy's this a, a dude. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. We're good. Yeah. Um, so you would hope that sort of trajectory... Uh, Kalon Gervin's another name that you mentioned, and I would still include him with upside, even though like redshirt freshman last year got some run against Ohio State, and it did not go well. Uh, no, that's a that's baptism okay. by fire. Young guy, yeah, yeah. A lot of, th- That was not a loss. That was a lesson. That's that's what we call <laughs> yeah. that. Well, no losses, only lessons over here. Um, adjusting as a defensive back, like sure, we had Josiah Scott, right, and he is the exception to the rule. Absolutely, yes, right. It takes time. You're, the nature of the position and the nature of the Michigan State defense, the mm-hmm. what it does to its defensive backs in previous years, it'll be a little bit different this year. Uh, you're going to get put on an island, and you're going to get exposed. And yeah. against Ohio State, when you're playing against four receivers who will all be in the NFL within three years, mm-hmm. you're going to get exposed. Um, Good luck. Go get them. <laughs> so, yeah, lesson not a loss. Still really talented. You still look at the recruiting pedigree. You're like, all right, this dude was a top 200 player in the class of 2018. Can you build on that? You got great coaching now with Harlan Barnett. Slot corner, whatever it is, does he eventually take it over from Shakur Brown late in the season? Does he start opposite Shakur Brown with Julian Barnett trying to earn his way there? You know, more raw player who hasn't been on the defensive side of the ball. But he's mm-hmm. another one where you're like, yeah, the, the recruiting pedigree – the talent, what he did in high school, and the coaching he's going to get. Uh, he's someone, in the way that Michigan State's going to use five defensive backs this season, mm-hmm. he's someone who I could see taking a step up this year, and you're like, all right, this is a dude who, you know, maybe not first team all Big Ten, second team all Big Ten, but has all Big Ten type potential. 
next season as a full-time starter. I just had an epiphany. What? Is is Josiah Scott started as a true freshman this decade's uh, Kirk Cousin slash Le'Veon Bell was a two-star athlete in high school. Like <laughs> That's just like something we'll always go to Like whenever we see a, a freshman cornerback, kind of like how back in the day whenever we saw like a low three-star or a two-star, like, oh, well, it worked out great for Kirk Cousins. Could like yeah. We'll see a guy like uh, Gervin or Angelo Gross be like, oh, he's a freshman. Yeah, he, he, could, he could play all-world uh, cornerback as a true freshman, no doubt. I, I think we're going down that road. Way to go, Josiah. Nice. Uh, way, way to pick up uh, whoever's following your footsteps as a well, freshman. That's, keep, that's nice. They keep saying Josiah Scott and Angelo Gross names in the same sentence. Uh, and it's not me doing it. Uh, this is directly from Harlan Barnett because, like, uh, I forget who it was. Uh, maybe Xavier Henderson. Someone said, hey, this Angelo Gross kid can play. And we've mm-hmm. talked about him before. Underrated recruit. Had a blow-up senior season and ended up as a top-ten player. Uh, top 10 recruit in the state of Ohio, four stars, like legit big time recruit. And uh, the people are talking about it. And Harlan Barnett joked with the media that he was trying to keep him a secret. Uh, he's a really good football player. I like him a lot. He's going to do a lot of great things here at Michigan State. I think we're going to see him this season. I don't know if it'll be at safety. I don't know. I think he's more likely to be a corner. That's kind of what they recruited him as. Mm-hmm. But he's another one. Really young, really talented. No college experience. Can he jump a couple guys? Can he earn his way on the field? Maybe start with special teams, but he's another one. It's like when we say fine with upside, right? We've got a couple steady things. We feel good about Henderson. You know, feel all right about Shakur Brown. And mm-hmm. then there's a lot of question marks, but a lot of really talented young guys vying for those spots. Yep, right on. Last thing I would say here. Is the other safety spot? <laughs> is draw, draw, of, draw name of the other eight names that we it's just read like, Yeah, it's like we don't about. want to talk about it, and I don't know. Oh, if, I, I'm not going to act like I, I know who's going to play and who should play the other safety. Like, we, we, we harped on Barnett, Gervin, Henderson, Brown. It, it, do you know why? It's because, like, the other, like, 70 guys, I, I don't really have an opinion on. Like, yeah. like yes, I can confirm those are student-athlete <laughs> football players at Michigan State that uh, have – played football previously that's yeah i think yeah between trey person dom long and michael dell um person Uh, and long have played all the defensive back positions but definitely played safety michael dell's played primarily safety and i think maybe some linebacker and sub packages um Darius Snow maybe throws his name in the mix as a true freshman who is the best recruit in the 2020 yeah, it's, class. It's uh, a retro season anyway. Why not? Yeah. Get out there for six snaps a game, Darius. <laughs> Go on. Um, those are the three names, Person, Long, Dowell, that I would expect to play the majority of snaps at safety opposite of Henderson. If mm-hmm. Snow gets in there and it's like, yeah, this dude's a player, we got to play him, fantastic. Yeah. If it's not and you're looking at program, five-year seniors, Trey Person, Dom Long, and then – I think redshirt junior Michael Dowell, I think you can feel like okay about it. You're like, you know what? It's not mm-hmm. someone with a pro potential, really, not someone with high upside, but we feel solid about their floor. We know they can go in there. They've shown that they can play competent college football and be like a replacement level starter. And if you get anything more than that, fantastic. Yeah, um, it's all great. But that's sort of the expectation. At least it's like. Yeah, we got a handful of experienced upperclassmen to fill this spot instead of like, yeah, we don't really know what we're going to do. You know, mm-hmm. it's not the worst option. It's not as exciting as Julian Barnett or Angelo Gross or, or 
Kalon Gervin, former high four-star recruits with this fun upside and mystery to him, but at least there's something known there. Right. All, you know, all, you feel all four okay. positions. All four positions can't be the most exciting positions. So yeah. someone's got to take last place here, as yeah. as far as uh, sizzle yeah. level goes. And uh, you know, Isaiah Lewis was someone who came in and was like, there wasn't much sizzle. And then you're like, wait, this dude can play. He's a perfect uh, player to play in this role, and it works out great. Not saying any of these guys are going to be that, but it you yeah. know, guys can just sort of emerge, and you're like, oh great, this guy's mm-hmm. pretty good. And then you feel yep. great about your defensive backfield. Or you platoon like six or seven guys, give them each like yeah. 10 to 15 snaps a game, boom, fresh legs the entire season there for that position. <laughs> Bang, get me on the staff, someone, please. So, yeah, all in all, I think fine with upside's a good way to characterize this group. All right, yeah, I, I like the roadmap we took to that conclusion. Okay. That was nice. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah, look at us go. Look at us go. All right, that's going to do it for us here on today's episode of Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow. Five days a week. Are you tired yet? I'm exhausted. Yeah, this is the worst. (laughs) Drenched in sweat right now. So No, I love this. We're back, baby. This is awesome. (laughs) On our schedule, I'm going to call an audible here. No, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm not. It says quarterbacks. So we're going to do quarterbacks. Nice. We're going to do quarterbacks. Tomorrow, Wednesday show, we are going to talk about the options at signal caller for Michigan State will go in depth on what we know and don't know about each guy and strengths and weaknesses. So won't you please join us for that? Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. Go to Spartans Will, 1L and Will, spartanswill.substack.com. Find the prop back contest and a bunch of other great content, if I do say so myself. Find the prop bet contest, enter. There's 50 prop bets. Really quick, really fun little game. Like, how many touchdowns will Racky Lombardi throw and run for this year? How many times will Mel Tucker wear a quarter zip this season? How many coin flips will Michigan State win? Stuff like that. 50 of those, you pick them, and if you win, you win a tremendous prize pack uh, from a bunch of sponsors, Homefield Apparel, Video Games Monthly, Built Bar, and then we got some other fun stuff for you as well. So check that out, and check us out tomorrow, Wednesday. We'll be back with a breakdown of the quarterback position at Michigan State because it's pretty important. All right, Matt, take us home. Platoon system, do it. Think about it. I know you're listening, Harlan. Do it. <laughs>